Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here talking with Marie Callain from BT, who's one of the sponsor, main sponsor of the uh, Beijing Science Exhibition. How's it going, Marie? It's Marie. great, thank you very much. So tell us a bit about what you're looking for for the uh, to apply. So basically what we're looking for by this Monday, uh, midnight on the 25th of September, is any students that are in second level, um, an age between 12 and 19, to put an application uh, form in for the BT Young Science Technology Exhibition. Um, So all we are looking for actually is a one-page proposal and an entry form to be filled out by then. So if you've got an idea, get on the website, which is youngscientist.bt.com. and get your entry in, um, and just get your teacher to say they'll support you, and then that's all you have to do. And what kind of ideas are you looking for? Basically, what we always look for are ideas that the students are interested in themselves, something that students can show a bit of passion uh, in. Innovation is always, always key in science, technology, engineering, and math. So anything along those lines at all. So something that hasn't been done before, and if it has been done before, a different angle and a different take on what people have discovered or seen before. And I guess now with apps being more popular, I guess apps will be, will be a good thing to do as well. It's very useful. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Anything in the technology field, um, absolutely. Um, I'm... We're heading tomorrow to Tallinn in Estonia with the Technology Prize to the European Union contest for young scientists. So there's there's always room um, for technology prizes, and, and and they normally do very very well with it. And uh, the winners, what would the what would the prize be for the winners of the contest? So the winner um, or winners, it depends if it's a group or an individual, um, will receive a perpetual trophy and they will um, get 5,000 euros in spending money. And we are also looking at a, a trip. Um, we all do a winner's trip. So last year we would have brought our winner to the European Space Agency a, um, just outside Amsterdam. So we do something along those lines every year. And, and the big thing um, as well is that the winner will get to represent Ireland at the European Young Scientist, which actually takes part or takes place in Dublin. Uh, next September. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, no, and there's, sorry, there's lots of other prizes as well. Like we've over 140 prizes, including prizes for teachers and for schools as well. So there, there's lots there. It's not always about the the, the top prize. Um, I think number one entering is the prize in itself. Getting through because we can only take 550 projects, and like we get over 2,000 entries every year. Um, and then those 550 get to go to the ODS in January to represent themselves, their schools. And then we pick the 140 winners from those 550. So that's a lot of winners, 140 winners. Of the winners, how many of them actually get whittled down to the final one or two? How does it work? Um, it goes it goes down, well, there's the top four. So we would pick from what we consider the, the top four projects from across the exhibition. So that's two group and two individual. So you could say it's 550 whittled down to the top four and then the top four down to the overall winner. And uh, what, was the, what was the winning one last year? So the one last year was around encryption 
and quantum computing. So it was to do with a secure way of holding your documents, secrets, different things like that. So very, very complex project, but done in a really, really good way by um, our winner, Shane Curran. Uh, Shane had been in the top four, actually three previous times before with completely different projects. So he's one of those students that, that persevered um, until, until he got the, the main award. Um, so really, really good, very strong project going forward to European Young Scientists this weekend. And I bet most of the winners and previous winners have actually gone on to do greater things. Yes, a lot of them have. A lot of them are still studying in university. But I, I suppose one of the main winners that we'd always talk about is our 2005 winner, Patrick Collison, who is one of the co-founders of Stripe, the multi-billion uh, payment system. Um, so as I said, Patrick won back in 2005. But all our winners are doing so well. And do you know what? All the, all, all the competitors, participants as well. Um, we have people that have set up their own companies that are employing numbers of people that have gone on to manufacture um, their products and stuff as well. So they're, they're a really, really good bunch of young people that take part every year. And I guess basically if you take part in a contest, it more or less sets you up for when you win a degree of cards because you're used to working as a group or, own, or working for yourself in a project. Yeah, no, it, it gives gives the, the young people just great skills. Because number one, they have to come up with the idea and then they have to be able to work on the idea and present the idea to a, a group of judges. And our judges are, are, are extremely high calibre um, group of people. Um, and they're there to ask the students about the project. They're not there to trip them up or anything else. They're there just to find out and delve into the work that the students have done. So all of those skills that the students have, have gained the whole way. And I think the biggest thing that the students get is just the confidence, a real confidence boost, um, that they have done something and they've been able to talk about it. So, so that's the really, really great part of, of the exhibition. Yeah, and I guess if a student gets, gets to be chosen as one of the finalists to, ex- ex- to exhibit his project, it gives them a sense of, of uh, they've done something very good for themselves. Absolutely, yeah, it really is because it, it, it is hard to get through. Like we, we have pretty exacting standards and it's it's difficult to sift out because all of the ideas are really, really good that we get. So trying to get those 550 is, is really hard and our judges do an exceptional job in, in getting that whittle down for us. So getting, for, getting through to the finals, as you call them, in, in January is absolutely mammoth actually for, for any of the students that are taking part yeah and I guess if you're a judge it must be tough deciding who goes through and who doesn't go through yes it is it is it's very very difficult they do it in a very short space of time because we try and get the results out to the students before they go on midterm break but look the judges that are, are taking part in, in that process are all senior within their, their field um, of expertise and they have been doing this for a number of years, so they know what's good and what's, what's, what's not as, what would need more work. Um, because all of the projects, like we, we will tell students, look, if you didn't get in this year, look, why don't you just look at it and put it back in again next year and we give feedback on, on why the project probably isn't suited for this year, different things like that. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough job, but it's something that I think the, the judges are, are really, really brilliant to doing. 
And I guess if Stricky gets feedback on what they didn't do well on, maybe next year they might decide the project they did last year wasn't good enough. Maybe do something else. Like the guy who won, Shane who won last year, he tried different things and finally he, he, he won. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And it is about perseverance and we, and we see that with a, with a number of, of the students that, that come in year after year. And sometimes the students that we see have, maybe didn't qualify one year because they just their idea wasn't strong enough or they, they hadn't talked about their idea in a strong enough way in their one-page proposal. So it should, should never be seen as a failure that you didn't get through. It should be seen as an opportunity to enter again. So that's what we hope that we get as many of the students that have put the work in in one year that don't get through to come back again yeah, and, you and enter the following sorry, year. And you mentioned there a one-page proposal. What actually should be on that? Well, the one-page proposal should really outline... Um, what, what the students, where the students got the idea, what they intend to do with their research, and then and work it out from there. So they won't have all the work done at this time. So it's basically, this is what I intend to do, this is how I intend to do it, and this is what I hope to get. And that's what we're, we're asking them for. Like There's, there's some samples of one-page proposals online, on our website on bgyoungscientist.com so people can look look there but that's basically what it is it's 500 words tell us what you want to do and I guess once they look up and get examples you mentioned they'll be able to basically have an idea of what it should look like and read like as well yeah exactly exactly but they, we should never take away from the students in their own words I think that resonates so much better than trying to sort of take somebody else's words and, and, and change them so if it's and that it's, it's in the students' old words. And another handy thing that's on the website as well, actually, is something we call the Project Finder. So what we've done is all of the projects that have qualified for the last five years, so then you're over 2,500 projects are on there, um, are on the system so people can say, right, has my idea been done before? Or, oh, my idea, but why don't I look at it this way if it has been done before? So it's just a little bit of guidance and a little bit more help for the students to say um, that they've done a little bit of research to look at it and it's there or it's not, or I've decided to do it this way. You know, I guess the worst thing is if you go and propose a project, then realise after you've sent it in that's already been done by somebody else. Well, the, the, there's nothing you can do in that case. Like, yeah. it, there's, if, it's, if it's something that's been done exactly the same, yeah. then it, it probably won't get through because mm. it's it's been done before and the judges will know that um, but there's still always slight tweaks tweak on things and, and slight, slightly different angles that somebody it may look on paper that it is the same project but they may be looking at it in a different way Alright and uh, I see that uh, last year you had 16% people less applying for, uh, from Dublin to uh, on, on the uh, on this uh, for this this exhibition next year yeah, no, they did. Do you know that it fluctuates number wise from across the counties? Like for the first time ever, Cork came in first, Dublin came in second, Limerick came in third, um, and it, it's always um, interesting to see uh, what schools take part. And and it may be a change in, in a number of schools with their teachers and the teachers coming in or going out and different things like that, or maybe the students want to do something else for a year and stuff so like we won't have any of those stats until probably late October yeah. but I would hope that we'll see the numbers if not um, stay the same increase in Dublin 
in the following year and across all the counties because we our main thing is it's not actually the number of projects it's the number of schools yeah that's how we sort of mark our success so we had almost 50 percent of all the schools in the republic of Ireland last year taking part so that's phenomenal in its own in its own way that, that, that's a good figure of, of schools getting involved yeah no absolutely absolutely so it just shows that the schools out there have the passion and and uh every, everything else and it is down to the school, it is down to the teachers, the parents, as well as the, the young people that are entering to put entries forward. So um, we just like to encourage as many. So if a student doesn't qualify, they still get a particip- uh, certificate of participation to say, yeah. I've, I've tried. They get a family pass to come to the exhibition. Um, so there's lots of different things people can do and see. Um, when they come along and they can look at a project and go, oh, right, okay, maybe for next year if I do something like that instead or I should present it in that way instead. So it's all about encouragement. Because I guess if, if, they, if they can see what products may, made it through, it will give them an idea of what they should be doing next year to make sure that they, they could be there presenting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it's some, sometimes the way something is presented um, is very, very important to how a project is formed, really, overall. Yeah, because I, I guess at, at times, people might, students might actually have an idea of, of how it actually should look and see, but when they go to see, see the thing, the real thing, they'll see how it should be done and give them more encouragement. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's all about encouragement. It's, it's never like we would never say to somebody, you've failed because you haven't qualified. It's encouraging them to look at it again and to um, come to the exhibition and see others that have qualified and then and go, go forward from there. Okay, great. Thanks very much for that, Marie, and uh, uh, good luck with the contest, and I hope a lot of, uh, of students and, and schools uh, apply for it. And have great, a great thank day. you so much for your time. No problem. have a great day. Take care, thanks. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.